Welcome to the Two Grumpy Men, C. Grooms and Bobby May on the check-in. What it do, what it do, Friday night special. Word. Yeah, said so let's give y'all something. There's been a lot going on. You know, we was off for a couple of weeks. But, yeah, we back. While we was gone, there was a lot of shit going on, you know. I mean, last we, last we heard, we was talking uh, relationships, part of our relationship series. But we came across something, uh, and we said, you know, let's just uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about this uh, this 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 little this comment we seen and uh, word, and you know, and then we'll we'll get into we we'll, we'll, you know we'll address all her statements and but before we do that, you know, we'll just read the people the article and uh, or, the, or the post and yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, you know. Yeah. The relationship series, you know, relationship series forum is, you know, big deal. You know, we had the ladies on. We'll have the, we'll have the uh, guys on, you know, soon. But, you know, when you come across things, you know, you got to kind of address it. So, you know, let me just read basically, you know, what, what, what was said here. I ain't going to even say the person's name. So uh, what she said is this. Talking about women right now. She said, we haven't been protected or cared for since slavery. They let white men rape their women and sell their babies. Black men with a backbone of the crack era. They let a white Jew dictate what to call their black women in music. So all of a sudden, whether you were poor or successful, a good woman or spiteful, were all lumped in together as bitches, hoes, and worthless, even while taking care of them and the children. Black men didn't want to hold down jobs and were mad when black women wanted them to step up and be men. Black men love prison and crime more than their families. Then when they started dating other races, all of a sudden the light bulb went off in their head to get their shit together and lay the blame game down towards black women started happening instead of them looking in the mirror. But not all black men got it together, even with another race. He just found a woman who didn't care about themselves and let these little boys live off them and treat them like shit now. It's sad still this day black men can't look in the mirror and accept the atrocities, mayhem, and chaos they have caused the black community. End quote. All right. I don't, you know, damn. You know, she said a lot right there. Um, now, I guess the first thing that you could do you know, as you listen to what was just um, what was just read, don't take it personal. You know, it's more like the person is expressing their feelings on, you know, what they saw happen, you know, to the black community because black men did not protect their women. Then they went even, they went further. They went back. They, she said, and I quote, they let white men rape their women and sell their babies. Yeah, let's start there. Because yeah. that was the basis, you know, of her, her whole spiel. So, and, woo. so yeah, so I, when Damn. I read this, I was like, hmm, somebody's quite angry. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's what I, when I read it, I was like, yeah, see, you, 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 you definitely are angry. You, you angry. And I think a lot of things you said is out of hurt. Um, well, hurt thing, by what? By what she sees now in the in the black community, right? Or dealing with a black man herself, 
and right, been through right. shit or whatever, whatever. And once, you know, the same way, um, you know, black women hate to be generalized. Well, the same thing for black men. They hate to be generalized. You know, um, the statement, they let white men rape their women and sell their babies. That's a false statement, right? They didn't let them do anything. They were getting their ass beat, too. They were getting whooped, and they were getting raped, too. So Right, that, and, and, and uh, go further, because there was fighting so, going yeah. on. So, 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 I mean, they was, you know, the atrocities that were going on weren't, they, they, were, they were raping black men in front of black women. They were they would call it what they call it uh uh what is it uh, uh buck breaking or whatever the fuck they call yeah it. yeah yeah that's it that you know so they was taking they was taking his heart watching him get raped in front of his own people so it wasn't they let anything happen they were outnumbered they wasn't they they didn't want that to happen and and so so when you say that statement right there that's a problem. Because that wasn't, that's not true. If you're angry and you f- say that, you know, you can't say that they let them do anything. They didn't let, they didn't let them do that. Yeah, that was you a strong, that? that's a strong yeah, word to say let, they let them. You yeah, know. like, yeah. that was, you know, that wasn't the case. And so that right there definitely got a problem with that. Because, you know, the same things that were going on to, to, to the women was going on to the men too. Like this is what they did. They you, they you know, they would get they would get the strongest black men and break them down in front of them to show them that they was in power. They still still the same techniques they use today. So I mean, that right there, that was a false statement. Because I don't, I firmly don't believe nobody. They they didn't let them do anything. It, it was done to them because they had no they had no choice, and they was getting just, they was getting whooped and lashed and hung and beat and burnt, getting their nuts cut and all that shit in front of everybody. So it wasn't like you know this is to say that statement is a, is a strong statement, but an it's definitely an incorrect statement. Well, I think it's a revisionist statement too because you know you when you look at. You don't really know what happened back then, but based on the narrative that has been painted, you know, when you look at media and Hollywood, they'll have you think that we were weak people, and that's not how it was. Like, there was plenty of uh, murders going on or people dying, you know, while fighting for their lives and stuff like that. So when you put those two things together, the narrative that's been painted since we've been alive, and as opposed to what was actually going on back then, you don't think that white bodies was dropping, was dying? Absolutely. So, you know, to say that, oh, we let this happen, I mean, that's revisionist history, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, if somebody, if they outnumbered, that's one thing. But one, well, one thing is for sure, when you, when you break a people, you can do whatever you want to them. But I can guarantee you this. There was people that actually fought back and died, you know, saving their families because they wasn't trying to get raped or, you know, be violated. Like, it's one thing to have a job or to be enslaved and, you know, somebody putting you to work. But to try to, you know, because when the way that I look, when I look at these movies or read these books, 
it, you would see like, oh, they had 300 slaves. Well, then how many people was running the spot? Five? Six? You telling me if 300 people got together, they couldn't kill five or six people? Yeah, they could. So it was way more to the game than that. It was way more than that. They had way, it was way more, it wasn't, I mean, if they had 300 slaves, they had a lot of workers on the farm. They had a lot of workers on the plantation. That's what I'm saying. Like, so if you only had 10, 10 managers, they had overseas in, in the fields, on horses, with dogs, and all kind of shit. So it was a whole, it was a whole lot of shit going on. Then we, you know, I know the way the way we built mentally, it's like we thinking like, okay, we got three hundred people, but that's if you have three hundred people willing to die for their freedom. Like, no, you just had three hundred people there. It's the same thing as today. You got you can have three million people, and only a hundred thousand is ready to die. You know, for the right to do what they need to do to secure their freedom. Everybody else is just falling in line. So it's kind of similar to today as she as she brought it forward, you know. But th this is where it this is where it kind of made me see like okay, you is more than just um, more than venting, you know. Say, this is the line right here. It's, yeah, it's definitely personal because uh, we're right here. Here we go. Black men didn't want to hold down jobs and were mad when black women wanted to step up and be men. So first of all. <laughs> that's a that's a crazy dynamic. So if you get a job, if, if all right, if they don't have a job, and you want to go and get a job, okay. What is those are two different things. What does that have to do with him not wanting to be a man? That's what I don't understand. What does that have to do with him not wanting to be a man? Hmm. I don't know. I'm just I'm just asking because I I don't know. Like if if you step up and you go get a job, then you no, holding I think it down. What, what she's saying is that black men didn't want didn't want to hold down jobs and were mad when black women wanted them to step up and be men. Now that's that's crazy because you not with, with a statement like that, you saying it like we didn't want to work, we didn't want to do nothing, we wanted to live off of y'all, and that's straight bullshit. Because you know, if you want to really look at revision and, and look at history how it was in the 1970s with the programs that came around, you know it wasn't uh, what's the, it wasn't beneficial to have a, a man in your home because the government was going to be taking care of you, and that's not every woman, but that was the model that was being pushed, you know, for you to not have a man in the. All right, you know what? I could give you a thousand dollars a month. 1970 now, I give you a thousand dollars a month. But you can't have no man in there because then he could go out and get a job. So while you got that going on, you still got a drug epidemic. You know, you had heroin running crazy. So it was a lot going on. You had low low unemployment. Excuse me, you had high unemployment regardless because of the nature of what was going on. Cities was broke. So, you know, we had an underground economy. But, you know, that, that means you're in a nightlife. You know, you, you you ain't gonna make your woman feel secure. I guess if you running around at night, I guess. But to say that the man got envious because you wanted to step up and make bread, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, as I really start yeah, to yeah, really I think, analyze it, I mean, I mean, come I, on. Think, I think she's saying that they didn't want to work, but they didn't want to work like that. That sounds like they, the black men is lazy. 
but when they but when black women was forced like you know trying to put that battery in their back like go get a better job or go do this and that they didn't want to step up and do that they just they wanted to, they were satisfied with what they what they were doing they were either lazy they were trying to live off they they were trying to live off a woman or to that extent you know right and some of that it's, it, it it happens everywhere in any race, any color. You got them all. There's all this worthless black men, worthless white men, worthless Asian men, worthless. Yeah. You know any. You know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't matter. It, it just. You know what I'm saying? They're coming anything. It could be a word, and women can do the same thing. They don't want. They, they can like I don't want work. They live off. They can be living on the man. But in and that's the thing. Like you have a compelling. Like women want you to be this the, the provider and everything. And then, you know, it would then scream at you when you don't do that. Uh, like, do you, you remember? Say, oh, you know, you, I'm glad you brought that up. Or, or you do this, or you know, let's break it up. You know what I'm saying? Then now all of a sudden, everybody want to get old school style. Well, you know, man's supposed to take care of this. Man's supposed to take care of that. When it's convenient. You know? When it, exactly. I mean, when it's convenient. Come on, man. When it's That's convenient. Bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But you know, so I think you know. I mean, that statement. I just feel like it could go. It, 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 there's some truth to that. There is some truth. There is some dudes that that's just it is. They just well, that got it. cultivated over generations, though. So like, you know what I'm saying? I you mean, know, it, to, to to live off of the person, to not want to do nothing, to be lazy. That's not a race thing. But she was talking specifically about black, black people. So yeah, I get that's it. what I'm saying. Like, I, I get what she's saying, but at the same time. I mean, you do you remember the movie um, Dead Presidents and um, Tay Diggs' cap? Not yeah. Tay Diggs, the no, Lorenz Tate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he he came home from the military. He was working as a butcher, and his and his his lady, who while he was in the military was running around with the street pimp dude with Cuddy and, with, with Cuddy, right? So <laughs> you know, what I mean, she running around with Cuddy. He, he dropping the hundreds and all of that. Mm -hmm. We talk now. Come on, now we talking about 1970 dude dropping hundreds, yeah, and he, he worked in the butcher shop. Yeah, so he, he worked in a butcher shop. He bring it home the meat and all of that, but he wasn't making enough bread for what mm. she was used to having. So she tried to make him feel like less than a man. And she yeah, was really she said, getting in his shit. Like, yeah, Cuddy, you know, how you think we getting by without his money, without that little money he gave me, with that money he gave, without that money he was giving her. Word. You know, so that made him, that's like also putting a battery in his back that he got to go do some crazy shit. He, yeah, he you gotta go get some bread. Cause he can't get no, he ain't getting no bread. Ain't what, what's you know, what skill did he have? He was a, he was a soldier who kills. You know, it's either he was gonna be a cop or there was no real job for him. Wasn't no that, job for him when he came no, home. Plus, plus, no as was, you know, it, it was a, you know, it was, it was a heroin epidemic going on. It was New yeah, York he City. He wasn't on heroin. He wasn't on heroin, but you know, right. just in general, it was no jobs. Yeah, but that's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of times when you hear this, you know, you, you know, you when black men say that, when all oh, you making excuses, I mean, now in this age, you can get a job doing, you know, you, you can use your brain because of the internet and social media, and do a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can get creative with that. You can get a job. Back then, mm, it was a way more of a struggle. It was way more of a it's struggle. blue collar or white collar black then, brother. Or use underworld. Using the underground. Yeah, yeah. Getting that, like, you know, getting that fast money. Yeah, if you that hard get, fast money. If you didn't get a job working in like 
working for a factory, a car manufacturer, uh, you know, one of them good union jobs or something like that, or a city job or something like that, you was hurting. You was That's hurting. facts. That's you facts. Know? And so, you know, but then the next statement is, she says, black men were the backbone of the crack era. Right. Now, I was I was I was trying to search for where where the person was going with that, the backbone of the crack era. So, so she's saying that basically, you know, I mean, of course we were the backbone of crack era. They dropped the shit in our hood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, they dropped it at a they time where it. unemployment was so high, it was no job. So dudes was out there making money now, hand over fist. But now the damage that it did, you know, I mean, that's that's uh, you could see that. You know, later, the residual damage shit is still is still going on today. But, but it wasn't you know. just black people doing that. Hell no. So you know what I'm saying? Like you had, you had, you had rich motherfuckers on Wall Street doing crack in, in, in back in the '80s, getting caught in bathrooms, free basing and all that shit, and right, and and you and, and, and piping and all that shit, late nights and clubs and getting fucked, getting skied up and all that shit. So. It wasn't just, you know, it just happened. To, it, it didn't just happen, but they, you know, forces that be, crack came into the hood, and it was a way for young niggas, they felt to get money. And that's when, so it wasn't like they fell in love with the prison system and all that shit. Right. They, they, was, they, 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 they just said being poor, they didn't want to, they, they didn't want to, they, they couldn't get a, a good paying job, and their mindset became, I'm gonna take penitentiary chances. That's well, man. When that, you're talking about you know people getting you know thousands of dollars a day, you know, especially if you was educated, meaning I don't mean by school, I mean on life. If you really had a plan to like get out, you know, it's hard though. You know, that's with anything. You know what I'm saying? Like once the once the money is good, it's hard to get out of anything. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's so it's hard to turn down fast money. It's hard. It's hard to turn down fast money because it's coming fast. And it's coming faster than you ever thought it would, and the money's piling. And and you, if you, if you from the early, from the you know mid '80s and up, during that era when the shit was started, when the, when it started popping, you watched your whole neighborhood transform into 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 zombie towns and Word. shit That's like real. that. And you know, and once again, you know, like I said, motherfucker. Motherfuckers fell in love with the fast money, so they they was like shit. I rather they, in their minds, and I ain't justifying it, but in their minds, that's that's what they felt like. Yo, I'm gonna take these chances to get this paper because I need this paper. I need I want to get out of this shit. But they didn't, you know what I'm saying? They didn't realize it was still a trap. You know what I'm saying? All of it is a trap. Yeah, no like yeah, you the was, whole game is a trap. You're getting this money, then you know. You know, if you thinking you're going to be Scarface, then you on their radar. If you small time, you probably wasn't on their radar. You just wasn't making, you know, but a lot of dudes wanted to be big time. So once you become big time, you on their radar. Because they know what is, they, they know, they they watching you. They already, well, they already know, know who got what because right, they exactly. put it. I mean, exactly. they put the drugs there. Exactly. When, I, when we say they, we mean the CIA people. CIA okay. Police, all the motherfuckers. Yeah, everybody was involved because they had police crews that was was getting money. Like, come on. That was getting money. Like, so, I mean, it wasn't like this is, 
you know, so that statement right there, again, when you say the backbone, you saying it was like, like we set up. Like we we was the ones that came with the drugs with the and supplied it. And, <laughs> and supplied the shit. Like, no, that shit wasn't the case. So, again, you let anger dictate shit in your words. That's not true. You saying that once again, I said, we weren't the backbone. We were, the, we were like a prey. I mean, we, we were, they just preyed on us. And Pawns. used it, and, and exactly, and just dropped it and was like, gave it to a few, you know, dudes and look at Let's this see shit. What they see, how, do. see how, what kind of money you can make over this. Next thing you know, they like, oh shit, these niggas, these motherfuckers is coming back hand over fist. They know how to make money. All exactly. right, you know what? We going to use, we going to rob them. We going to uh, make units specifically to take down drugs that we stealing anyway and resell and put it right back them. on the street. I mean, we, and we going to give it, it to the new nigga. We gonna give yeah. it to the new new. We gonna give it to the new nigga that's uh, that we like. Yeah, this we just got all this. Put that we back. We got on the your back. Go sell we got over your here. Back. We need our cut. Word. And most motherfuckers ran with. It. You know what I'm saying? So again, you know that that that's another statement that was real sketchy. Like mm. you know what's also sketchy though the the part about when they decide to go when a black man decides to go date another race. They're saying that. You know, these men get their shit together. Uh, you know, a, a light bulb goes off in their head. And then they went, then they veered off and said, well, the people that are taking these black men in that, that they say don't do shit are weak because they're allowing them to, to be shitted on, you know, by the black man who don't want to do shit. You know, it's like, so, I mean, I understood the venting process. You know, but I think the the thing that stuck out in my head too was the music industry part. You know, uh, they they was they, here's another. It's it what appears to be fast money. You know, you saw when the game changed. It went from revolutionary, you know, to you know basically drugs and murder and, and, and crime. You know, glorifying well, crime. Again, you saw the transition. The transition has something to do with what was really going on in the streets, because that's what hip hop is. It's from the streets. No so doubt. At that time, what was going on in the street in the early eighties, in late nine, in late eighties, going into the early nineties, you had more revolution. You had the KRSs, the Chuck Ds, the Rock Hims. You had a lot more. You had the X Clans. You had a lot more people. You know, you had, and they were giving you that positive energy. They was giving you that and it was a balance because that's what hip hop is. Some people it was a balance. It was a it was you had the street shit, you had the real MCs, you had you had you had the revolutionary shit, you had the party shit. It was all but it was a balance of all of them because every artist to be an MC you had to have many styles. So a lot of these MCs had many styles so they would make many different songs to those same to either you know, it it, it would be on their albums. They would have They'd have a shootout record. They have the the ladies record. They'd have the party record, and they'd have some some real, you know, some some righteous shit on it. You know, that's what they did. But when once something like N.W.A. and them really hit the mainstream, and they seen how much money you can make, then it it, it became full tail after that. Like gangster rap is, they you know they talk bad about it, but. It was it was bringing in a lot of money because that's what people was going through in their hoods. Like in L.A., they was going through that shit with gang wars over crack. 
and shit like that. Having turf wars. New York, same shit. They was going through it. Dudes were shooting up blocks for, over over crack. Projects everywhere. Shit, the cats was murdering their best friends over crack. So that's what motherfuckers was, that's what people were seeing. So that's the stories they telling. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? It? They know they probably, they wasn't actually doing it, but they were actually telling you a story, painting you a picture of what goes on in these hoods. Like, and people didn't believe it. Like, people, people, when them sit there, they're like, oh, it's violent. But it was not knowing that this shit was really going on. Like, coming from the product, being a product of that environment, you understand that this was really going on. No so, doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, so they just telling you what they, what, what they were seeing. Now, the part about where you let the, the, you let the white Jew dictate what to call their black women in music, so all of a sudden, whether you were poor, successful, a good woman, or spiteful, we were all lumped up as bitches and hoes and worthless, even while taking care of them and, and the children. Now, I, could, I mean, and and now that that part didn't really, that part didn't really. I, I wasn't too. Uh, it wasn't too. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like outlandish compared to the first two statements of this of her statement. Right, right. But I got because I got a I rebuttal to that. To that, I got a rebuttal to even to that. But get, but go ahead. I'm with you on Because I was like, uh, it's kind of. She had. It was kind of true. Mm-hmm. It, it was it, it had truth to it because there's a lot of, of truth day, to it because we you know what I'm saying the record industry is owned by white people mainly Jewish people and the entertainment business mm-hmm. and they told you this is what sell and but once again what they use was the power of money like hey you want a record talk or say all that shit call talk about bitches and hoes and blunts and and drugs it all sells. that stuff y'all do it sells. <laughs> Yeah. You you took you you took you took you know you took the pain and and sold it, and because they offered you an advance, come on, you telling a kid twenty nineteen twenty years old is two hundred fifty thousand to make music, and and he makes you know, five million. And yeah. he t- and so but you're right. He you make five million for but the he, company. And then they they recouping the two fifty that they gave you, yeah. and then they hitting you back with like you know based on your percentage points that's in your contract, which is like twelve points. So you walking away with like a hundred thousand, <laughs> or for five but, million. <laughs> but you know, in that point, yeah, that's you know, and then you did, you know, I mean, but like she's saying, the thing is, you saying the same way she's saying, well, you know, all of the. All women were lumped up into bitches and hoes. It's the same way, but you're doing the same thing to all black to black men. Yeah, it was like all of y'all. Well, not well. That's what I said when in the, at the beginning when you hear the when you hear the uh, the statement. Don't don't take it personal. Just listen to what the person said. So, okay, with all of that being said, with everything that she said, mm. I mean, I get it. But then I saw a video the other day you know of a of a man who was given his his lady his wife a um birthday present for his three-year-old daughter and he had it he had these uh he had a gift and it had all these bags she kept opening the bag for another bag another bag she opened like about eight bags and she (laughs) you know she thought it was a present and then when she got to the bottom it was like it was a letter he opened you know he she opened up the letter and it was DNA test results revealing that that wasn't even his three-year-old daughter. 
and the, and the chick stood there and was like, yo, I, I, you know, well, how could you do this on on her birthday? You know, how could you do this to me? And you know, he's like, yo, you cheated on me. I, I didn't cheat. I'm like, bitch, how the fuck you gonna say you ain't cheat? The man got a DNA test in your hand and it ain't his. So who the fuck baby was it then? Like, like, so when you start talking about grimy, uh, grimy dudes. Well, don't, the, the people right there that you that she was complaining about, or oh, bitches and hoes, that's a bitch right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the one who and, could and have you thinking though. that that's your child for all these years, and then this is the same chick that's going to bang you. Let's say you break up with her. She'll bang you, to like have you going eight, 17, 18 years. In year 17, you know, she'll file for child support in year 17, and, and the baby wasn't even yours, but because you was in a child's life all that time, you really gonna have to fight to not have to, to you know, <laughs> to pay the support. Like it, it was wickedness out there. So when they say bitches ain't shit, that's who they talking about. They talking about the bitch in the video, who would have this man thinking that that's his child, knowing that it ain't his. That's the thing, yo. I mean, wickedness coming, and whether you a man, <laughs> whether you a woman, it don't matter. So you know what I'm saying the generalizations is that she's making is is what's incorrect in her in her vents because you you're venting on shit that you generalizing you generalizing man you generalizing maybe off a bad experience that she's had she's generalizing off of maybe what she's seen cuz every person ain't the same so you know what I'm saying but I get it when you say when you talk about the music you know everybody gets offended to the music but Shit, I remember being growing uh, when we, and we was in college, and you go to a party, and they put on the Snoop shit, bitches ain't hoes, but the chicks. Yeah, right, right. Shit, the chicks was more hyped than the dudes was. Yeah, wasn't that a weird dynamic? Yeah, when you see shit like that. So again, so once, so who was me? You know what I'm saying? Were you offended by that when you when you was in the club listening to that music? And dancing and getting mm-hmm. your drink on and having a good time. I don't think they was listening to the to the lyrics then. They probably didn't listen to the lyrics until they got. Yeah, they were singing that shit word yeah, for I word. Know. Yeah, they were singing that. You know, you know how people they just memorize shit. They ain't thinking when they doing it. So you know, I'm they a dumb were singing bitch. That shit, I'm man. a dumb bitch. They just. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, like, but that's what I mean. Like, you wasn't offended then, but now. But then you turn around and one and, and 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 blame it all on the music yeah. when you participated in it. You you participated in the shit. You yeah, participated yeah. in the music. You can't tell me there ain't been songs that just been downright degraded and motherfuckers have just participated in it because it's just entertainment. It was entertainment. Like it was you know, entertainment. She you know it so much. I think she gonna end up uh, going outside her race. <laughs> she tired. Fine. I mean, I mean, she says she she was just saying she was trying to say a whole bunch of things and get it off her chest, and just said a whole lot. And you know, it was just like, okay, you you angry, you real angry right now. Like, you definitely angry, and you you going you going through something. You had a bad experience with someone. You seen something, something I don't know, but it triggered you, and you wrote this in in anger. 
because you didn't write this in in a clear space, in a clear headspace, to say to, to get your thoughts right, because you generalized a lot of this shit, and you know, so some of it I can I can get with, but a lot of it I'm like, nah, you said some things that that was pretty outside outside. Well, it needed of more 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 context more than anything. You know, for for a lot of for most of her statement. Although I like I said, I get what she's saying on some like with the music thing. I I kind I was there, you know. But the other stuff, I'm like, ah, right, you need to rework that. You know, like your thought <laughs> process. You know, with what you're trying to say. And I understand uh, in terms of, you know, men needing to step up and all of that. Like I think that since they was talking, since she was talking about black men, I'm gonna keep it on black men. Like okay. Yeah, all right. So there are some of us that need to step up and, you know, need to do better. Now, what the flip side is, is that over the course of, you know, I, well, I ain't been a, been here that long. So let's say over the course of 50 years, the what we recognize as a role model in the community has changed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you didn't have a father in the home or some type of male influence, an uncle, a godfather or something, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, guide you and steer you away from the traps, mm-hmm then you're going to fall into the trap. And then what's going to happen? You're going to end up in prison. You're going to end up, you know, with with no real schooling, you know, to the game of life. And you're just going to be a pawn all your life. And then for the people who do get money and find a way to get out, they like, no, I ain't coming back to this shit because of all of the, you know, the negative negative connotations that come with living in, in poor communities. And it ain't just black people. It's just, it's just it's poor people. Like when you live in a when you live in a hood, it's not just you. Like I I never been in a hood that it was just all black people. I'm talking about black poors. You know, it's always gonna be some people from somewhere else. You know, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, even though they all black and Indian. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, in in the bigger scheme of things. You know, but to just lay it on us, like I got what she was saying, but, but the, that was in response to something else. And I think maybe yeah, she was but, being woman but, bashed. But when but but then you look at her, her you know what she has is a, a, a her photo picture, picture of her, and Black Lives Matter slogan, BL you know. See, I didn't so, I didn't go there. I didn't look at that. So that so, kind of changes my viewpoint so on again, where she came from. Then she so she came from a place where they not really don't want the man in the okay how do you all right you don't want the man in in the village right per se mm. but then you going to bash us for not being a backbone but you don't want us there you can't have it both ways uh, I, you should have never told me that shit i well, I, I, I wish you didn't it. I, 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 I didn't see it that's why i'm pretty like she's in Damn. it's like a picture of her a picture of her yelling and and a background, and then it has the it has yellow and black. Black Lives Matter. Uh-huh. It looks like it has a woman yelling. So it's like, you know, they have put women to the forefront of that movement. Though I must say that, you know, I, I've I've definitely seen that, you know. But what the optics on that also sends a message to say, well, where the brothers at? <laughs> but when you look at the uh, when you look at the the outline on the website, you know, about the movement, you know, it's really not talking about men in general. You know what I'm saying? They're just talking about the deaths of the men that keyed this, or the deaths of black people that keyed this movement. 
you know. So, but when you look at the guidelines, they're not really. No, I was told that men are in the village by default. Like we know we did. This is about women's empowerment stepping up and coming into the forefront. That's what I was told. So mm -hmm. I took that as okay. Being that I'm open-minded, and because I love you and it's, it's family, I'ma view it this way. I'ma really take the time to view it through that lens. Okay, so we in the village, and this is about uh, black women stepping to the front and being the leaders of the movement for Black Lives Matter. Because you know, and so now I went a little deeper, and I'm like, all right, well, true, black women are the creators of civilization, you know, the mothers of civilization. So I got that. So I, I, so that's how I was able to stay focused. But when I read shit like this, then I see the optics of that. They got some internal things going on, too, within Black Lives Matter, because you have some but that this, are but the, but the funny Marxism. Thing is, right? But the funny thing is, right, when you're screaming Black Lives Matter, right, mm. and you make a statement like, that line we just talked about, they let white Jew dictate what to call their black women in music. Right now, you're letting black Jews dictate what you call your black man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Cause How that, ironic that's is where, that? That's where your money coming from. Well, it's com yeah, because what, what I was told growing up, you're, what, whoever funds your, your venture, it's their venture. You're just the face of the yeah. venture. Even if it, that's even like if you the same shit. That's like Nick Cannon. Like yeah, yeah. He felt like he owned, like he he was running around. He's a boss, but he didn't own the show. Yeah. You didn't own the show because how could they take? They just took the show from you, and you talking about give me back my show, and you realize you lost a half a million. Excuse me, half you lost a, a half. A, you lost a half a billion dollar show, but you ain't own it. They couldn't take it if you owned it, just like Dave Chappelle. They couldn't take it if you owned the show. So who right, they replace right. you with now, Dave Chappelle? Because they own his show, too. They're going to do the well, same they own, shit. They own the right of that show, yeah. 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 So, because Dave Chappelle, it was on Comedy Central. Right, and Comedy I believe, Central. And I yeah. believe Viacom and all them own that shit. Yup. So, so whoever owns the show, whoever owns the uh, the broadcasting you network brought it owns to them. the show. You brought, you brought it, it and they paid you for it. You brought it to them. They funded it. But now they own they own the rights to the show. Right. They own the rights to the show. Unless if you, it, if you gave you, that you're up. just working to get it into to where it becomes reruns and you get residuals. Right. Right. Which is but, the other side of the game. Right. Yeah, which is the other side of the game. But in the, in, in the basic scheme of it, you're not the owner of the show. You're a creator of it. But you ain't the owner. So then, what, what's the you lesson? You just created it for them, for you, their so company. Because they're not I'm gonna saying. green light your shit unless it go through one of they. Uh, it has to go of, through one of their production houses. Exactly, that's, one, that's one, the one of their production houses. So, so, mm -hmm. so if you, that, that's what I'm saying. So, same thing with Black Lives Matter. You're being funded by by that. You're being funded by that money too, and you're right. being and you're prone and you're you're portraying that speech. And, and towards, it, but you know, you're trying to, you don't, you you say it in subtle ways, and do subtle things, to to, to, basically exclude the black man. Well, let and me then when you get scenario. caught, but when mm -hmm. you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar, then it's like, no, nah, no, nah, y'all, we all in the village together. Mm. <laughs> okay. 
Let me, let me give you this scenario because this is this relates to you know Nick Cannon, Dave Chappelle, or, or you know in those scenarios, you have a show that you created and you you did the legwork and you was out there doing your thing. Okay, mm-hmm. somebody takes notice who's you know in the entertainment industry and they come to you and they say, hey, I wanna I'll put you on my network. Here's X amount of dollars now, but in exchange. You have to give up something. So, if you know whether it's publishing or creative control or some cre- when you broker that deal, you need to be you need to be mindful of how much you're giving up because if you giving up more than half, then you don't own it anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not in control. Now, if you make a deal, if you want some, I right, I give you twenty percent, I keep eighty. You still gotta be mindful of I. Right, you know what? I'm out of here. Like, if, if, if Chappelle, not Chappelle, if Cannon owned his show, he was like, yo, you know what? I'm taking my show off your network. Yeah, like they couldn't fire you. They could drop your show from their network, but then you would just take your show and take it to another network. But since you yeah. don't own the show, show, they just keep it. They just threw your name on there. So you, yeah, but you like lost you from the beginning. You came to them with the idea. They gave you all, they gave you all these titles and cute jobs. So that's yeah. what you was. They, you know, you the you the president of Nickelodeon, Teen Nickelodeon, and you this and you know, and you bringing all your presidents creative. get fired by the way. Yeah, exactly. You understand so, that? Voted you, out. They get voted and, out too. And you know, we gave you. You got this show. You let me. You because you you making money for them. It's all good when you making money for them. It's all great. It's all great when you making that bread. But you know, so like you said. Okay, well, you're not sitting at the table like, like how Master P sat at the table, and said, mm, "I need that eighty twenty. I just need distribution." Like, but I own all my shit. I want all my shit. You know, you can. I want all my masters. I want everything. I own that shit. No doubt. I like, mean, you gotta be able to you, negotiate. Same thing. Same thing. You know, Dave Chappelle. You didn't own your shit. That's why when they came to you telling you they wanted, they had, they got some creative differences and they wanted to change shit. They thought right. this would be a little more funnier. They wanted you to do more silly coon shit. You didn't like that shit, but they like here. They was willing to give you. Yeah, I lost you for ex- a second. They hello. They was willing to give you. Yeah, we as we wait for for Bobby May to come back on. You know, basically, that's that's the lesson that needs to be learned. You know, you have to be able to have creative control over your show. And if you don't, you know, you have to be able to negotiate what you're going to give up. So you can't be out there giving up all of your show because you want to get a yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was I was telling the people, you know, until you came back, you know, what you was, you know, actually putting out there saying. You know, yeah, the creative I mean, control aspect. Yeah, like, basically, you, you got to have creative control. And he didn't have that. I like, you know, you could pitch what you wanted to do. They'll let you do because it works. You bring in the money. But you don't own the show. Same thing with Dave. What I was saying about Dave Chappelle was that when they they wanted more control over his show, so that's why they was giving him more money. Like, yeah, hey, we'll pay you more money to be, you know. But he didn't take the money. He wanted the show. He wanted to still keep control of being creative on the show. So that's why, you know. You say he turned down the 50, 50 yeah, he million. Turned down, he turned down yeah. 50 million. He turned down the 50 million so he can, because, you know, he didn't want to do the shit they wanted him to do. 
But right. he didn't own the day. Like, yeah, you can walk away, but we gonna keep the show. And they Showed did. Out. They did. And <laughs> yeah. they run that shit on rerun and they get their bread back over it because people watch it faithfully. And he gets his, you know, whatever whatever deal he negotiated for the reruns. Like, you know, whatever that is because that's a contract thing. He gets residuals as well, but not like they do. Yeah. You know, you know well, that's, that's just how the game goes. Like, when you, you got to read the contract. Like, there's 100 points. And how many of them are you getting? That's what you need to be focused on before you start signing your life away. You don't even know whether you're signing your life away. That's like us. Oh, somebody came with the bag. You know, they want to came, you know, they want to, um, you know, put, I don't know, put us on a different platform. I mean, we on every damn platform, but if they want to give you money, say, you know, we want y'all to do this full time, you know, do it all the time. You know, we get y'all, you know, $20 million. You know, all right, well, okay, that's a lot of money that you want to give up. Like, what do you want in return? That's what a negotiation comes in one thing is for sure you can't give up the creative control to anybody because they once they own your show like they're going to funnel money to push you out from the show that you owned and you're done and they took an idea that made money and then they'll push it they'll just add another face because the format is the format but what they what most people never really understand is the synergy that takes place between people and their audience or if it's two people like you and I like there's a synergy there like you know we could bounce ideas off each other but you see how they break up hip-hop groups like groups they break them up because it's like well you know you're the star and you know well you don't need the other person and that's like bullshit like don't fall for that okie doke shit now granted you'll get more money being by yourself but if it's negotiated properly and y'all have a plan Y'all can both take your little 25 cent. I get 25 cent. At least we got 50 cent on a dollar. But on the biggest scale, dudes is getting 25 cent off of a $15 project. What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, you know, like you you really jerking yourself from the beginning. But see, that's what the, but that's what uh, like with her statement where she's saying that you know that they let them do this. It's a, what they did was they threw the, that man back in the day was big. It was a signing bonus. That's what everybody right, lived right. to do in the beginning, to get that big signing bonus. Smart dudes didn't take signing bonuses. They made or, or they made a deal with their signing bonus like, this is mine. I don't got to pay you back nothing. Yep. So give me less, and I can, and now we, we call it that. But, you know, when they gave, like, oh, you know, this dude signed for... A million up front, da 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 da. You gotta pay that back. Yeah, and you do. You got more pay ways that back. than one. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, you gotta pay that back. You paying that back through your record sales. You paying that back through shows. You paying that back through a lot of shit. So, you know, Especially they flash that money. They flash that money in their face, and you know, dudes coming from poverty is like shit. You I came from nothing, and and you got a you got a guy in an office or or female in the office, whatever, get ready to write you a check for five million dollars. You know what I mean? Like, it's a check for five million dollars. That wasn't even five million, bro. You're I'm saying right now. I'm saying general. They, they don't even yeah. give people five million dollars right now. You you had a better luck doing that when you first came back and when we was coming through the coming up. Right now, shit, they don't give you no money. You got to do your own shit. You know what I'm saying? You gotta push your own. You gotta have. You gotta be able to be have a package with you. What they want now is the package 
pretty much completed. Like you already so got then, a then buzz. That's a He's like, oh, hold on, yeah. I'm gonna do all the work. I'm gonna package it up, and then I'm gonna bring it to you so you can market me. Like, yeah. come on, man, you gotta do. But so that's then, what a lot of dudes so like. Basically, we should. All right, so then let's do a marketing deal. Then you don't need to be on a label. You need a marketing deal. Well, you gotta get somebody to distribute music. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do a distribution and marketing deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, do yeah. one of those then. Damn, if, if, I, if I'm going to bring you the package just for you to go and, you know, distribute and market my shit, like why would I sign my, my royalties away to you? You just distribute it. Yeah, you get a cut because you're a distributor. You get a cut because you're a marketer, but I'm not giving you my publishing. I'm not doing that. Like I you bugging. Like for you know, a lot of dudes didn't know if they was gonna sell. So if a dude would be like, "Yo, I'm gonna give you hundred thousand for your publishing," hundred G's. You gotta okay. bet on yourself, though, man. You can't hundred G's on, like talking, if you. Come on, oh, son. You know, you know where you know where you know where we from. You yeah, know where yeah. From. Dudes ain't turning down no hundred G's when they come in when they living on no street <laughs> and they come they coming off Franklin or Brownsville. They coming from Harlem, out of the projects. They coming from the Bronx. They coming from Queens, Staten now and wherever. They ain't turning down a hundred G's. They ain't turning that down. They ain't gonna turn that money down. Hundred G's in nineteen ninety three. Okay. I mean I'm with you. They ain't gonna turn that shit down, bro. They gonna they was they was all over that shit. Then you know, and the money got more and more till late to the after the two thousand. I mean, by then they was dudes was getting Two million hours, three million hours, five million hours signing bonuses up front. Right. That well, advanced. They were selling. Yeah. yeah, they was getting that money. They was getting money. They was getting tours. They was doing everything. There was a lot of money circulating when CDs was out. Oh, no doubt. You no know doubt. what I'm saying? That dudes made a, those dudes from that golden era. A lot of them should have made a lot of money, especially if you was a writer for other people. If you was writing, then you that's producer. that's residual money for the rest of your life. That's what I'm saying. You can't give yeah. that up. That's no, what you're giving no. up, the publishing. Like, but if I nigga, write something, you, do, you, hold up, you think themselves. I'm going to go sit in an office, right, or wherever. I'm going to go write songs, and you're going to recoup what I write? Come on, man. Yes, yeah, son. I know, but uh, that's, come that's on, you that saying, was you the saying, game. You saying, like, it's not, but that's I know. I know what happens. I'm, I know it and happens. They're still doing it right now. They're still doing it. That's, yeah, well, you know. that's just like Nick Cannon did. <laughs> <laughs> well, they learned the game, y'all. You know, you know like, independent, no, and you got you got to push a little harder to market it. But at the end of the day, it's yours. That's why. So that's why when somebody like you see when he Diddy saying, "Oh, bring it over, bring your come to come to uh revolt." No, revolt. He can't go nowhere. He don't own the show. And he probably in his, in his probably in his contract he can't make another he probably got some type of clause in there where he can't go nowhere and make another show that would compete with that show cuz they own the rights to the ideas and the rights to that shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? you, you they, went deep they, on that one cuz that's real shit. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? He can't do nothing. That's why he that's why he doing what he doing now trying to humble himself and apologize and Okay, okay. Rabbis and shit. But like, to see, now the apology tour stuff is played out. You know what I'm saying? Because let me put it like this. If you speak the truth, excuse me, not the truth, because the truth is what somebody believes to be true. When you speak facts, facts, mm. are, they hold the weight and the test of time. So what they said was factual. So 
why would you go around apologizing for factual information? Like you now, you look weak. Like and no, no, and nobody needed to hold him up to be a pillar for for black revolutionaries. It wasn't about that. We just talking about people that speak facts. So you. If when you when you speak your facts, you don't have to apologize for speaking them. Now, if you work for somebody else and they get offended by your facts, then yes, the consequence of those facts being presented to that employer is they have the right to let your ass go. Okay, which that's part did. of the game, which which they did. Now you know this already. That you know this going in. So with all of that being said, yo, stand strong on your square. Say what you need to say. If it's factual, you don't have to debate nobody. You don't have to apologize. And, and, and even if you did apologize, say, well, you know what? I'm sorry if it offended you, but this is what it is. This is the truth. You know, you're, you're, you're a subspecies of us. We're the original man. You, uh, were, you're us. You know, you came from the caves and you migrated into this. And your lack of melanin has caused a, you know, uh, basically a, a, a bunch of rage in your people because when you look at civilization over centuries, you know, over thousands of years, just look at the transformation of what has happened. Every place that this group of people go, there's torm turmoil, chaos, and mayhem. Like, that's not an accident. And, 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 they, and they said it, it, was, it was true. Like, they, they always in survival mode. Because if, if civilization is, 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 um, is thriving and you coming out the caves, you dragging your knuckles and everybody's walking around on all tools, you know, how, how are you, you going to fit in? You look different than everybody else. The species is the species. You know, you a mutation. You know, over time, that's just how it go. So, they, with the, the, you know, the rabbis, you know, they, I don't know, they don't want to debate Farrakhan. They don't want to do that. So, I mean, we ain't going to never get nowhere. You know, you hate the man because he spoke his truth. Excuse me. He spoke his facts, and it bothers you. You know, like, if you're going to start talking about the original man and this and that, yo, that, that needs to be put out there so our children's children can understand where they came from. It's not this slave narrative and we all came over here on boats. I thought about that shit earlier, too, about the boats, you know. You know, I was like, you know what? What kind of boats did we have coming over here anyway? <laughs> you know what I mean? They wasn't motorized. You know, so it must have took months, you know, to get over here. Yeah. And it, it, it's shit like that, you know. Like, this is the shit that comes through my brain. Like, well, where are the ships? You know what I'm saying? Like, the ones that, you know, like, you got to have ships, right, to prove mm -hmm. that there was, you know, being transporting people, right? Like, mm -hmm. you do, you got to have the ships, and then, you know, forget about the uh, the Caucasian, the European that was brought over here, you know, because who you think was getting brought over here first? Like, you know, white cargo. Like, you know, that's 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 a real book. Like, that's that's something that you need to read. You need to read White Cargo. You need to read The Iceman Inheritance. When you read these books written by Caucasian people, other you know, don't just read books written by black people. Read books written by everybody as long as they drop in facts that's all that matters then you get you have a starting point you don't have to go with relig religious do uh, doctrine and dogma like no let's stick to anthropology and stick to science it will tell you everything that you need to know you know without all of the the other stuff that gets thrown into there so 
He was never uh, somebody to look up to. He's an entertainer. We said this about a couple of months ago on another show. Entertainers get checks. And when you get checks and they big, then there's big problems that come from you trying to go against the narrative, trying to go against the grain that they put out there for you. You, you make them money. You already packaged and sold. He came into the game packaged and sold from a little, from a little child. Well, not a child, but as a teenager, 19, 20 years old. He's 39. So you 20 years in, you already bought and sold. So, but you want to be, all right, you got an enlightenment, you know, and like, oh, okay. So if you know what time it is, how are you going to sit there in front of a rabbi and let him tell you that what you said wasn't true? And you know it's true. You know, and that's, don't be weak like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not bashing on that brother. Like he got a long way to go. You know, but me at thirty nine, I'm thinking like, yo, that wasn't that long ago. Not, I'm not apologizing for some factual statements. You know what I mean? Like all right, being a, it's 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 all in the delivery. You can you can offend somebody. Everybody gets offended today. You know? Mm-hmm. If I say, you know what, I don't like pink shirts. I don't like how them shits look. Somebody might get offended by that. You know, it, like that's just the world we live in. You know, but it's a harsh reality that we got to deal with. I've seen this, uh, they got the 1619 project that they've been working on. At least they're trying to come from an angle of uh, struggle and fighting for your rights. And, you know, like people died. You know what I mean? Like they're not trying to paint it as, oh, this is one weak group of people and we just took them over. It wasn't like that. Because when you go in history and you look back, like the same thing could be said about the Europeans. You know, the Moors ruled ruled Europe 700 years. Yeah, that's a long ass time. You know what I mean? But in history, that ain't shit. That's a blip on the radar for real. Like mm-hmm. that's real talk. But for us, you know, shit. What? I'm 50 years and 50 years ain't shit. We just got the right to vote 50 years ago. <laughs> I mean, you know, in 1965, man. And then, and then they telling you they got to they gotta vote every 25 years on a piece. Of, it's called it. It's an act. They have to vote on an act so they can enforce it so your vote won't get suppressed legally by the people in control. And they still got to do that shit every 25 years. So the Voting Rights Act, 1965. That's not a long time ago. At the same time that all that bullshit was going on, you had the eugenics program in North Carolina going on, like a legal state-sponsored program. 1930 to 1977, they was killing babies. They were sterilizing women legally. Mm. So you got all of that going on. And then let's not forget that they had Jim Crow then. So you got Jim Crow housing discrimination, racial discrimination, eugenics, and your ass can't vote without being suppressed. They're they killing people at the voting polls. So I, and so now when you start looking at, looking at all of these people who've been in office 40, 50, 60 years, you were the benefactor of some of that damn suppression. And now people are just waking up now and they're tired. So now they're about to vote. A lot of these old motherfuckers out of office. Some 75-year-old people yeah, been in office 40, 50 years. Yeah, your, your ass is up out of here. It's a new day. But coming behind them is the younger generation. And so it's, we got to check them. You got to see where people truly are. 
Did they grow up the same way? Did they grow up thinking that, oh, black people ain't shit and we going to keep them down? You know, did they grow up like that? You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you start digging into people's uh, personal beliefs and what they've been indoctrinated in growing up, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised what you learn about a person. So mm-hmm. media being controlled by, you know, basically a small group of people, they just throw shit on TV, man. You see it enough. If I never had to encounter a Caucasian person in my life, I, I would base it on what I saw on television. Then when I saw them, I guess I would see a character on the television. I mean, it works both ways. You know, the same way we have stereotypes. They have stereotypes. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I've seen some of their shows. You know, you, you look at them like, eh, I don't know nobody like that. All of the Caucasian dudes that I know, you know, they, you know, I don't know. What you call it? Middle income. You know, I mean, people. I just, you know, is I don't know no wealthy Caucasians. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I just, you know, I think that, you know, it's just when you say these things, and if you don't <laughs> like, when you say, well, for for you to be able to say the things he said, you you know, like you felt comfortable, so you thought that you was in, and you know, you thought that you were in with these people. Right, right, and right. they had they got to show you, they got to make an example of a of a so called rich nigga, because you niggas is getting. Well, we out made you. But what yeah. I'm saying is exactly so, they got to make an example out of him because he's a so called he's a so called rich and successful Negro. Didn't it look saying? sad? The, you know, the 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 apologetic tone that he took, you know, when interviewing. The rabbi, you know. I mean, I, 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 didn't, I didn't really see it. I just read. I didn't see the whole interview, thing. but I watched. I read, a I read the statement he made. You read, the, yeah. Well, you read, read the, the statement, statement, but when I watched the interview, it was more like, "Oh, I mean, you I, were just my, being enlightened to it." Like, Negro, are you serious? You don't know nothing about the Holocaust? Like, come on, man. Like, you ain't that young. That they they bombarded that shit into our heads for like for like fifteen twenty years. Like that's what I'm saying. So like I mean he's this listen, he realized that money train is gone. His all his money is tied up with these people. <laughs> he's worked for Fox and he worked for Viacom. All his yeah. money tied up with them that's people. The big dogs. Yeah. So your all your bread tied up with these people. Your kids' money tied up with these people. You gotta make it. You you gotta you you gonna have. You know how it go. Your ex wife tied up with them people. <laughs> you, you know they gotta snip your balls, bro. They gotta yeah. cut your balls. And on they TV, gotta, they gotta spade you. Humble yourself before them. Apologize, and then they extort you for the money to. You gave a nice, generous donation that they gave you a figure oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah here yeah. we go. We gonna need you to say you donated that or. You know, give it to one of our charities, but it's really money to go in their pockets to say you're sorry. And don't do that I'm again. I'm paying no. you to say that I'm sorry, basically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. want to get back on TV, they think you're going to have to give them a couple mil. You know, it was undisclosed how much the donation was. Well, then how about this? With the, all of the platforms that's out here, you know, there are people that are creating their mm-hmm. own platforms, you know, now at this point, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to go on to the main big mm-hmm. dogs. Like, okay, like, granted, our show is on, you know, all the big dogs, but at the same time, 
if we had uh, to to have a way out, we have a back door exit. You know, we you have to have that. So, but we're not dealing with you know hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, at the mm. same time, like this dude, you all in. They like you said, your money is tied up generation wise. You know, all over the place. But you know, even if you felt that way, even if you felt that way that you could feel that comfortable to say what you need to say, you shouldn't have to apologize once you say it, if it's factual. I mean, I, I've built with, you know, Caucasians before, and we've had talks on history, and, you know, it, it wasn't, yeah, yeah, like once you, people don't like to talk about that. They don't want to talk history, politics, or religion. You know, that's, those are three taboo subjects between people from different parts of the species, or if you want to say races, whatever. You know, but those things are taboo because they, they force people to dig into what they've been taught to believe and what is actually so. And they don't act, they don't always go together, you know, and it, it, it crushes people. Yeah, because the stories don't align. Yeah. The stories in the textbooks don't align with what they, what they know because they never had to go outside the textbooks to find their history. Right. You see what I'm saying? So but we have your whatever. history. We we know where you came from. Came but from I mean, you, you in a country that still tells you that Christopher Columbus discovered it, and they know he didn't. Yeah, and they run it like that, you know. And so, they and they, know, they, they still weird. having sales on Christopher Columbus Day. And car sales. Get exactly. a car. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. So what is it really about? That's what I'm saying. They don't. It's not about. Is 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 a way for the people to spend money. That's one. And it's the way to keep beating you in the head. But you know this ain't true. You know this ain't true, and the people know this ain't true. Because right. once again, it's just common sense. You can't find something that somebody was already on. That's like <laughs> yeah, that's, me coming to your house. I, <laughs> that's like me coming to your house. I walk in your house and be like, yo, this is nice. Found this shit. It's my crib. Look at what I found, y'all. Got me a nice crib out here in Harlem, yo. Yeah, this is nice. I found this shit. You work for me now, see, in your crib. Right, <laughs> you know what right, right, right. <laughs> you work for me. You in, I'm in your crib. My feet up. You work for me. You and your family work for me. I found your crib. What? Right, right. How does that even make right. fucking sense? You know? Yeah. Like, and, and if you dig, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you go deeper, it gets. The truth is there, like you know what I mean. So it's like it, it's just a matter of how, how if you want the truth. People don't want the truth. They want to keep living the in the fantasy they've been living in because it makes them safe. You know what I'm saying? Well, that applies to us too, because you know some of us are you know doing pretty oh, yeah. well living under the fantasy of false you know false information. So and you know there's a lot of infighting going on. I, I look, we've all. All of us have never all been together. Like, that's not how it is. Like, you know, like-minded people come together. But this whole narrative of we all got to get together, man, if you're waiting for that, then, shit, you're going to be waiting for a long time because that's just not how things work. Like, you only need a certain group of people to grow their section of a population, and then they live amongst themselves, and then they become self-sufficient. Like, that's what they do. You, I'm not going to be able to walk outside today and be like, you know what, I don't like the president or, or I don't like my congressman or my whatever. And I'm like, yo, come on, uh, 
Let's vote for this person. Let's vote for that person. You're, you're not going to find a majority of people that's going to be on board with what you're trying to do. They like the person that's in office because they have benefited from it. They can yeah. fight all day, you know, but they'd be like, you know what? It's not so bad. Like, there are people that will tell you that. And it's crazy to me. So, you know, as, as crazy as that sounds, the unity that people are, are struggling uh, to build it's just not there. Like community don't don't exist in a lot of areas, and it, and it's done that way on purpose. You know, just the whole yeah, the way the real I mean, estate thing is 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 done. You I know, mean, redlining. I mean, it's, I mean, look at, I mean, let's keep it all the way. I mean, you gotta look at keep it all the way true. I mean, anything that you say, anything you 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 say or speak about it, the first word about Jewish people is. And if you stand, they don't like it. They they immediately call you anti-Semitic. You anti-Semitic. You anti-Semitic. <laughs> uh, you don't man, like. You know what I'm saying? So and and it's like oh, and and even when you 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 break it down and you just saying it, it this is what we know. This like, is what the facts you are. Like it's, you talking it's, it's, like it's, it's, there's 30, people, 30 NBA teams and 14 of them are Jewish owners. Then what does that tell you? I mean that forty five percent of the of the league is owned by Jewish owners. Okay? And, and then and then eighty percent of the players been, are black. Been, and the commissioners have been Jews. Right. So then Jews. But once yeah. again but but again but again it's like okay, you know, so it's like when you tell people from who grew up in Crown Heights or anywhere in Brooklyn or anywhere in New York and they make their statements, and they talk about the Jewish community, and they say, you know, this and that. They own the property, and you, you do. You you did buy up all the property. And ain't nobody's faulting you for that. You took advantage of the system because you had the power to do that. You understand? And then they also power. they also took up the SNAP benefit system. Exactly. Like, you know, but they don't talk about that. <laughs> but they they they'll continually say that it's black and brown that's that's that's, that's, that's on it. Nah, I got numbers, you know. This, but it's but not, I, it's I, nine I million, know but, nine but what I'm saying to you, they they don't they're not gonna tell you how they take advantage of that part of the system Word. because the system don't put that number out there. They only put out the numbers that show you that black and brown or the majority in the city or some shit like that. Until and it's you not pull true. it up yourself. Exactly. Then you, you gotta, see that it's, you gotta pull but it once up yourself. Again, it's, it's who's generating the narrative, who's telling the yep. story. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? And then when you point these factors out, oh, you anti-Semitic. It gets quiet. Anti well, that's no, you're anti-Semitic. You're anti-Semitic anti once you keep going. Once you start digging and you say, hey, hey, you know, the, for, half, like, half of the league is, is, is owned by Jews. And I, don't even, I don't even, listen, I don't got to talk about I, I can tell you just from growing up in Brooklyn. Absolutely. The runnings, uh, how they run. How what they do? I see it all day. All day, like I mean, <laughs> come on. You come down. You come down. Uh, what is it? You could come down. Uh, what is? I come down come Eastern down, Parkway. Take come down Eastern road. Parkway. Turn down Kingston. Turn down Troy. Turn Connecting. down. Turn down President. Whatever street you want, turn down. Right. <laughs> right. Bring right. your ass down there. Bring your ass down Schenectady. No, give them, a, give, give them a long, give them a long stretch. Give them from Utica to Empire. No, no. Okay, well, I'm gonna tell you, come down from Schenectady, come from Schenectady down Ooh. on those streets at yeah, nighttime yeah. at about twelve, 
walking, getting off wherever, come out of the train station or somewhere, walking and walking down the hill or some shit late at night. Yeah, and, who you and gonna run into? Who you gonna run into? You gonna run into what we what we call the Jewish police? No doubt. They being cars deep, and they be shooting rubber bullets at your ass. Oh, and they got sirens on their car too. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> like, fucking, you, you can't tell us our experience and tell us then that when we talk about it and say, "Oh no, you be that anti-Semitic." Then, nah, motherfucker, that's truth. I walked down these. I, I lived in there. I lived you, over there. You lived right there. You know, uh, right there. And I'm walking <laughs> down these streets, like plenty of nights. Me and my man, we we coming from up the hill, walking back. You know, in the summertime, we walking in Brooklyn. You know, you could walk you from walk, Franklin. You could walk, you yeah, could walk you down could. from. You could be on Franklin. You walk from Bed Stuy to Crown Heights. Exactly. Yeah, you, you could walk that. from. You walk from exactly. You walk from the Heights to Bed Stuy. You could walk back from from Crown Heights to East Flatbush. No doubt. No doubt. Right? Yeah. I mean, there at nighttime, you coming down them neighborhoods? Listen, bruh, you bet it's on. It's on because you bought. They, 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 they deep. They rolling deep, car deep. These niggas, and most of these motherfuckers, ex-military motherfuckers, they they're jumping out on you from yeah. over in Israel. Yup. All right. Yep. So let's be clear. These are ex-military. <laughs> so they got the walkie-talkies and shit. Yeah, they're trying to communicate cut, with each other. Exactly. They be driving, and then they'll try to cut you off. The one motherfucker's coming down chasing you. The Another motherfucker, you, as soon as you get to the another block, another motherfucker's trying to come down, jump out on you. Yeah. I'm telling you real shit. That's real. I'm telling you shit, actually, me and my mans in them having to run. No doubt. You understand? Like, this shit really goes on. I, you know what I'm saying? This, this is what was going on in the 90s. Cause you know we had a, it was a lot of shit going on back in the nineties yeah, when the little when, when they, yeah, you know when it boiled over, yeah, and you know you had you had plenty of incidents. You had an incident where my cousin he got beat up at the train station. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They same thing coming out and they beat him up, lumped him up, him and his men. Right. And that's what and then that's what started that shit back then too, cause then mm-hmm. motherfuckers them them them. Black people retaliated. Started they started waiting. Up on them. <laughs> exactly. They started waiting for them at the train stations Word. and pounding them out. And that's what led to, yo, we need to sit down if we gonna do the this and that. Because yeah. shit was getting shit was gonna get out of hand. And shit was getting, getting out, out of hand. hand. It was already right? out of hand. Because yeah. motherfuckers was really like, yo, fuck that. Yo, y'all y'all want it? We want it too. So this is what I'm saying, like, these type of things happen. And it's, this is that this is black people's experiences in these neighborhoods, you know what I'm saying? And the same thing now. Now they don't even do that. They just coming through, regentrifying and taking over a whole all of Brooklyn, pushing is out. And what they doing is putting their families in them. They not even they not they they don't even rent to black people. Yeah, they don't. They be like a lot, oh, a lot got, of them don't. You got seven fifty. You got you got to have a seven fifty credit score to rent from them. Maybe. And you Maybe. have 800 and they still can say They no. still won't rent to it's you. It's their spot. Exactly. So they're not going to rent to you. They don't rent to you. They don't rent to black people. They don't rent to Hispanic people. They don't do that. They don't. This is how they does Exactly. So these are these, these, these are the experiences that happens in, uh, in these places. And when we talk about it, it's the same. It's just like 
they wanted to shut down Eastern Parkway on Labor Day. Right, right. But motherfuckers was like, that ain't going to happen. People was like, we know. but what they do, they, they, they compromised and got a curfew. Got shut yeah, down yeah, by 8 yeah. o'clock. 8 o'clock, yeah. On, on, on the sure. day of the parade, yeah. On the day of the parade, got to be yeah. closed. It got parade festivities over eight o'clock. You remember that shit run all night when we all was going up. All day. That, that matter of fact, that was a three day thing. Exactly. It, it, it was Friday, it started Saturday. From, started from Saturday. Yeah, it started from started, Saturday, started Sunday, Sunday Saturday, Monday. Saturday morning. It was Saturday, Sunday, and culminated with Monday. And the parade mm-hmm. still didn't used to end till like almost midnight. To midnight, because they'd be Whoa. jamming in the street all night when we they was were still, they, The last float was coming through, you know, like 11, 30, 12 o'clock by the time it finished. By, like, yeah. It was crazy, man. But Except now, I came, what, 8 o'clock? Come on, man. 6 o'clock? On, I, o'clock? I came home. I was home the other, when I came home the other day. And I was down there. We went through. Uh, I was cutting through. I was, I was coming from the airport. And then, you know, I, I, of course, I ain't drove in a, in a minute in, in, in New Yeti. And I kind of had the you know GPS shit took me all the way through Williamsburg or some shit to get down <laughs> to. And I mean, you know, I used to go to Williamsburg. I no mean, doubt. Now Williamsburg is a whole different place. I mean, they white Jewish people used to live out there, but now they own the whole shit. They yeah. even bought up the the shit. I think they they, they took they, over. They, a bought up, they bought up the they bought yeah. Well, they they always had that project though. They always I don't had remember that them always having that yeah, project. Yeah, they always that. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember that it. shit. I thought, I thought Spanish motherfuckers used to live in Nah, there. when you come off the Williamsburg Bridge, they, they always had that project right there. They had a building. They always had that. Because then there was another project down there. That was, it had a lot of Hispanics in there. They ain't you know, not but, no more. Yeah, there's all them. Like, that's, they own that. And then when you go behind in the back of Williamsburg, they got a bunch of restaurants and stuff back there. Now, they yeah. own all that, too. Own so all that, that shit. That's I've seen all that shit. I've seen yeah, all that shit. crazy back there, too. Crazy back there, Because if you go back there at night, like, first of all, it's dark, right? It'd dark, be dark as shit. Like, It'd be dark as shit for, like, two or three blocks. And then when you get to where the restaurants and shit is at, it, it opens up like it's Manhattan. And it's just bright lights, like, oh, shit, what the hell is this? You know, and you back there, like, wow, okay. But when you leave the area, what does it turn into? Dark and, and dark and dreary looking. Like, you mm. know what? You got to get the hell up out of here because it's industrial. Yeah, it's industrial back so, there. But that's how, you know, they they own that section. Like, it, it, look, man, it's like, it's like the Italians was in Bensonhurst. Like, it is what it is. South Ozone Park. Well, excuse me, not South Ozone Park. Howard Beach. Howard mm. Beach, Bensonhurst. Like, th- that's how it is, and, you I know, mean, in New, New York, York City, is, man. New, New, New York, York is... is Mass segregated. segregated. People don't understand that. Like they think, like yeah, it's a melting pot. No, it's a melting pot within a certain perimeter of boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like you, it's it's, it's a sundown town, though. Like it's sundown areas. But it's different. But it's different, though, because you see, the more the neighborhoods we grew up in and all that shit, black people getting pushed out of them. We was on prime of, real estate. We didn't know. Yeah, we did Just like people didn't know some, the brownstones and bed styles and Fort Green was prime real estate. Oh, they 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 wanted those. Some Man. people some people held on and they they kept them. Some people did. Yeah, some some people young kids some young cats still bought some 
and things like that. I know a few people who got pop who got uh, spots down there. Yeah, you know? I know some. They they benefited that you know yeah. longevity. Yeah, longevity. They, 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 the people that they came under was alive long enough to pass yeah. it down to them. And to them. They, yeah, they yeah, 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 yeah. They were yeah, smart. Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah, like families kept it. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? With and then now that you know they they remodeled them shits and looking fabulous and all that. But like we always talk about how the projects downtown uh, Brooklyn, all them things again. You know they pushing them out of there because that's they that's trying. Primary. They've been trying for a while. They but I mean, get if, some it, but there's but there's one half. Of, but if the part that over towards the water, when you're looking at the, I believe yeah. that's the what's that the BQE. Yep. Going towards right there, that section of uh, that uh, I forgot what are those four green projects. That's four green that, over there. That yeah. back that back portion, the back right portion there, of four green. It's Absolutely, empty. it's empty. That's that's what they're changing the windows. And they in there that. fixing it up, <laughs> taking <laughs> out the windows and all yeah, that shit. Yeah. Absolutely, that's, that's prime real game. estate. You are looking at water? You are looking at the water now? Yeah. You just you got a view of the water or the or, or the Hudson or whatever that shit is, you know what I'm saying? So that's prime real estate. They ain't even when you laid on your rent. Don't worry about it. you ain't coming back. You're out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or you or they giving you the bullshit ten thousand dollar buyout. You know, there you like, go. They giving you ten thousand. Go find something new, but it ain't gonna be here. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, we 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 went we went all over the place tonight. But I guess, you know, that's what you got to do. You know, on the check-in, like this ain't you know this is just a check-in. You know. Yeah, we just yeah, chopping you know, it up. Just chopping it up. You know, just trying a, to just get just it. some interesting thoughts of some shit that been going on, and yeah. just had to just you know, just put something down because it, it's a lot going on and a lot of untruths. A lot of untruths is being told, and people are just falling for it. And like a lot of people just. You don't got your third eye open. You're not using your common sense, and you know you just you you just being led along like sheep and cattle, yeah. and, and just being told what to do and not and not. You know what I'm saying? Man is supposed to question anything. Supposed to question all things. That's what you hear. That's what questions are made for. Question shit. You can't just go along with shit and believe that everything that everybody has your best interest. People, this is these. People don't have your best interests at heart. That's not. That's just not how this capitalistic society works. Like you better go back and study Darwinism and all that shit. And you better find out. Or Marxism too. While you're that, at it, go. <laughs> yeah, you better figure out all that socialism and and Word. everything. Like you gotta figure out what it is. Like you in a capitalist society, but people, the people, uh, you know, the, those that are getting rich off capitalism, they want to keep it. Those who mm-hmm. don't want it is bucking it for socialism and other shit, whatever other bright ideas and new other shit they thinking they could come up with. Well, but, the, the the main goal of capitalism is to is to support your own people, whoever that is. You know, the idealism. I, th- I think I think I think that got a little, that that's been gone. That's not. You're talking about the idealism. Forget like you know capitalism. That 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 idealism yeah. is dead. That's, that's nah, it's dead, dead, right? They it's they dead. get it that. You it's sound crazy it. when you try to push people to support. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, like, like crazy capital, as that sounds. Like capitalism could be used in the right. If it's used in the right way, it can help your people. Right? I, I think, help. yeah, that's what I mean. So even yeah, if you're in a capitalist society, if you support your people, we all could get money. 
Yeah, but it doesn't work like that in, unfortunately, in our community. The application is wrong. It's just how they do it. Well, it's there. Mm-hmm. I think it's it, in the way it's capitalism and what people views of it now is and what they think it is, is every man for themselves. Get yours. I got mine. And, you know, just basically use and abuse weaker, weaker people. Like step on the weak to get to the top. Don't matter what you got to do. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? Crush, you know, you're right crush them. Crush them. Crush whoever you got to get to to get to what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no... Yeah, you'll get there by yourself, and then you'll fall yeah, by yourself. Exactly, but that's what they don't... That's But that's what people don't understand. So they're not going to be like, oh, okay, you know, find out what the real meaning of it is or what the real value of capitalism is. Instead, they're going to go by what they think it means, which is every man for themselves survival of the fittest, all that, you know, all that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to yeah. understand where, where they're getting this English, where they're getting this, this lingo and where they're getting this, this these thoughts from and, uh, you know, the hierarchy pyramids and shit like that that you were taught in college and shit. Like, even in high school, you was taught that shit. You right, know, right. You know, but if you was, you know, they taught you that pyramid, but if you fuck with, you know, the hood, and you know, our, our shit is the triangle, basically food, clothing, and shelter. You know what That's, what it. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. it. Food, clothing, and shelter. You, you know, know and, how, and how do you maintain that? You maintain that with bread. Yeah. So you know, what I'm need saying? money but to maintain food, clothing, and shelter. Shelter. So you know, what I'm saying, but you know, so I will put it to you like this: that this is the mentality that got to change. You know, if you get if you get twenty five, thirty thousand. Right. Let's just use that as a small figure. Mm-hmm. You know, there's twenty five, thirty thousand, one time, one shot, boom. You know, instead of going out and, and and buying, you know, jewelry and cars, yo, go buy go buy a piece of property and lay a foundation down for your future. Pay your taxes on the property, you know, a little five, ten years ahead, you know, have it in escrow. Like, start building. Because a car ain't worth shit once you take it, it off the shit. lot. Like it ain't. It, it, like, that's reality. Yeah, yeah, it depreciates I mean, immediately. You know, you know, I know. should be A to B shit. Like that's you what know, all it's you know. You know, I know because I do. I, I used to be an auto with just the total. You already loss. know what it is. Like you taking so, losses on a car. When you tell people you know, that, when you tell people like, yo, you your shit depreciates when you drove it off the lot. Like you paid forty five, fifty thousand for that car. Like, and I got a, I got a twelve, I got a twelve year old car. My car's still out here. And, your shit is gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because it's the value. When you place um, money over everything, you're going to lose. It's just like, you know what pissed me off? I know basketball started back. But, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic still. Like, people are still mm-hmm. dying. They still don't have no real, or most people, they don't have a, a, a cure or, you know, a way to fix it right now. They ain't going to never be a cure, but the vaccine, I mean. They don't have anything to, to stop the spread right now. So if you know it's dangerous like that, where they don't know if they're going to send kids back to school, how are we out here playing professional basketball, baseball, and then, you you know, you on TV and you're, you're playing these games, the league is 80% black, the NBA. Why the fuck are y'all playing? Because the only thing that's at stake, really, in reality, because now these are the summer months. They don't get paid in the summer anyway, unless you stretch your money out that way. However, you know, 
here's the here's the real issue. <laughs> it, it should it should really irk my soul. It's eighty percent black, and the only reason you're playing is because the CBA that you're currently under would fold, and then you would have to come back to the negotiating table for next season. Now, isn't that more important than risking? infection and death and the optics of spreading the disease even though you're in a bubble it don't matter like the optics that you're sending there's people that's still home not going to work because it's a pandemic but the league is 80 percent black and y'all still going out there playing for massa y'all looking fucking sick and then the people that's supporting it yeah yeah watching the nba fuck the nba you know what I mean? Like, that's just how I feel. Because it's like, yo, which, what message y'all sending? Like, people still dying. People still home. You know, they're not working. Well, they're healing. And they're healing and shit. You know, like, who gives a fuck? Like, yo, it's, it's people still dying from this shit. And y'all going and y'all playing because Master says so. Because that's what it looks like at the end of the day. Like, baseball, too. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Whole teams, 17, 18 players on one team getting it. You know, and, and, and now you're canceling games. Already, I did when I thought about it, like they made it a 60-game season because that is the point where they could still make money. Anything after 60 games, they wasn't going to make no money. Mm-hmm. So that's why they just shut it down like that. So then here I'm looking at the NFL, same shit. Mostly, mostly black players, 70%. You know, but there's always somebody behind you that want to, yeah, they're getting good money. All right, is it worth your risk of health? Is it worth that? Is it worth dying? Especially, in, you know, the NFL is a little tricky. You know, yeah, they don't got guaranteed money. The NBA players got their bread. So if the CBA is violated and they got to come back to the table for next season, then so what? What is y'all playing for? They look, they look mad weak right now. They made up this whole shit, got them in a bubble. They they, they suckers, man. Like, I, and, I, and you know what? They, they're going to crown the champion, I mean, if they can finish it out. But they just look, you know what I mean? Like, you could have, like, I just remember when Donald Sterling, was, you know, and they threw their jerseys in the middle of the well, court. I mean, it's well, the same shit, dog. Well, who was on that team? I know. I'm just saying. Who was on that team? Yeah, Doc and Chris Paul and them. And Chris Paul okay, is, is, is the players' union. And president. you. You the, the you president the president of the, you the so president what, of the and players he was the know. main one pressuring them and you pressuring and, them to play the games and you already got your real bread you getting 40 million, 40 million? yeah you're wilding. and people following that and that's the example that you want to go by and you know and if you supporting that shit by tuning into the game boosting the ratings from the Nielsen boxes you know that they seeing who tuned in and you support that shit then you part of the problem too because yo know, people are still dying like fuck a NBA game. I ain't watching that shit. It ain't I ain't moved. I haven't been moved yet. I need to be moved emotionally to watch the shit. But I can't watch it in the middle of a pandemic where the shit is still real out here. Like y'all playing games and y'all could have really shut it down. Like showed the world like nah, this shit is more important than a fucking basketball game. For me to go out and make money for these owners, and all, and if we don't play, is we just got to come up with a new collective bargaining agreement? So what? What the fuck, man? That shit was on my heart, man. I said, I, you know, I, I don't know. I be saying online, you know, everybody, you know, they a little happy. I see clips and teams yeah. winning games. Like, you know I don't give a shit. fuck about none of that shit, man. It's like, 
I, I looked at I looked at it right. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, I, I found it kind of. It was I like wasn't kinda, moved, my brother. Yeah, it was all. like like I wasn't in in, in in sync because it's like you know it's biggest shit on the table, but you know has to be like oh I, you know they just be so happy <laughs> and shit. You'd be like. I just, you know, I just, I just look and watch and see what these other what people are doing and saying and just be laughing because I'm like, okay, okay. You heard you did you hear the other day, uh, Dr. Fauci and, and, and Trump? You know, they they met. You know, and, and Fauci now talking about uh, we might have to wear goggles and shit. So you got so now the, the 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 risk factor has been elevated, right? By you know by a person, and uh, whether you like him or not, you know he's a the, he's a medical authority that they putting in our face. So because he was flip flopping on the mass use earlier in the in the beginning. So now if you saying you got to wear a mask and you got to wear goggles, right? That means the 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 rate and risk of infection is going to rise, and there's going to be a second wave coming at some point. But you got motherfuckers out here playing sports. Like seriously, though. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm not getting it, man. You got you got cities that opened up that now are going scaling it backwards because they they got to shut down because of the rise of infection. You got school districts that don't even know whether they're gonna open up or not. I'm talking about going to conventional schooling. Conventional schooling, if at the rate that we're going. 15 years from now, these kids ain't going to know what a conventional schooling is. Everybody going to be online for a variety of reasons. But what I'm saying, so, I mean, that's just a whole nother topic. I know, that's a whole I'm nother gonna say, topic. I, I, I'm going to say, I'll save that for uh, Catch Us on our, our, our Health Series, on our Health Series, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. let's, let's put that out there. I'm gonna wind it down. We can't let's let's do put it. that on it. We're gonna have the health series. We we're gonna have multiple, um, multiple forums on different areas. We're gonna we definitely gonna the staple will always be a relationship forum. We're definitely gonna have that. Uh, health and wellness is gonna be a staple. Education reform is gonna be a staple. Like so, we're always gonna have that. But mm. you know, those uh, forums will be on our Patreon platform. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a subscription base. You know, right now it's five dollars a month entry, but you know I might make a lower tier. I think you know me, me and Bobby may talk about it. maybe we'll make a lower tier just to get you in there so you could tease it. You know, and maybe a two dollar a month subscription. You know, something that you could you know pique your interest and make you want to go into the next level. Come to the five dollar level. Come to the fifty yeah, dollar yeah, level. We got, we you got know what all, I mean? We, like we gonna have all kind of guests. We gonna we got have, all type you know of guests. I mean? You know, we got things lined up. We ready to go. We, gonna, we ready to um, go. You know, so just get just get ready. You know, we gonna come back. And uh, I want to shout out some people. You know that you know we we go through uh, a couple of the pages. I know what's my man on uh, IG. You know he out there. He 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 teaching or uh, Raspy Rolls. Yes, yes. Um, Grassy Rolls is out there on um earn on YouTube. Who said again? Earn your leisure. Earn your leisure. Yeah, earn your leisure is another platform. Definitely got to shout them out. Um, Urban Excellence is yeah, out yeah. there. Then you got um, what's my man? Um, Black Magic, three sixty three. He out there. Red Pill, Blue Pill. Um, Professor Griff. You know, there's a lot of people that's out here that 
you know, they have these platforms. Dr. Boyce Watkins, you know, he's another one. Um, Black Business School. Like, dude, people are out here. They're trying to, you know, you know, reach the people and, and, and talk about the things that we need to move forward. You know, and, and we have elders. Like, there's elders in the game. You know, there's so many in the name. So, but, yes, you know, Two Grumpy Men, we out here. You go to the website, twogrumpymen.com. That's where you get the e-books. Uh, thegrumpymen.com is where you could, you know, you could listen to the, the podcast. We got a merchandise section on there. You can go and check that out. You know, eventually we'll merge everything into one website. But, you know, just... Right now, it's it's on two websites, you know, because people think of us and say the Grumpy Men. So when you type that in, good, you'll get that the GrumpyMen dot com. Then you'll see us there. Or oh, it's two Grumpy Men. Oh, okay. Well, then you'll see us over there. You'll see some eBooks, and you know, we'll put some merch on there. But you know, Patreon, TuneIn, Spotify, Spreaker, like we just we all over the place. You know, our Apple Podcasts. We on iHeartRadio. You know, hey, we out here. Yeah. So we do our part, y'all do your part. But again, you know, even in capitalism, you can support other people because you know we do that. You know, people support us, and you know we we just gonna cr- cross promote at this point. And I know that there's platforms that I left off that I do listen to, but you know, as time goes on, we ain't going anywhere. You know, we just getting started. So this was just a check in, baby. But those forums, yeah, yeah. the forums is gonna be the shit. Yeah, yeah, so, we're gonna start checking in during the week. So get ready. Yeah, for that, oh, I, I forgot. Know. Yeah, we we're gonna go two. Now we're going two days a week. So you know, we're gonna air them two days a week, and we're gonna have some call-ins. And you know, it is what it is. You know, I guess it, it's just that time, man. You know. So, so yeah, we gonna and uh, we just go ahead and end it off on that note. And. uh Catch us on Patreon or catch us for the end of week check-in. That's it. Patreon or end of week check-in. That's how it's going down. All right. All right. So, yo, we, you know, we'll be back uh, with another episode. The Two Grumpy Men is out of here. Peace. Peace.